0: This is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. Hello, everybody. We're going to start off what Gabe calls the news portion of this podcast, which is um, me reminding you that there's a war in Ukraine, and Roe v. Wade is still a shit fest, and people are actively suffering from the consequences of the absolutely uneducated and fucking stupid decision of the Supreme Court. Just because the news isn't talking about it doesn't mean we shouldn't be listening to it. You guys know this. You could probably quote it back to me at this point. All of that being said, I had a request to talk about the differences between the Smith Rudder weight deck and the Thoth deck, and I am going to do that, but I need a little bit more time to study. I don't actively use the Thoth deck, though I know some people do, and I also want to be very careful with how I talk about it because Alistair Crowley is an incredibly controversial figure And I am not in the market to center him or his ideology as something that I work with. And I also want to, the differences between the two decks in the most factual, this is what this is way that I can. And um, to do that, I want to make sure that I do my proper research. So I will talk about that. What I'll probably do is record um, with Gabe because he's, a, I think at one point he actively bought the Thoth deck and was looking at it um, because there are astrological components to it um, that Gabe and Gabe was learning astrology. All of this being said, I want to make sure that I'm looking at the two decks and I'm doing my proper research with it. So I will get that out and we'll probably put it at the end of an episode. So it'll be one of those things where you get a full episode and then at the end, I uh, Gabe and I come in like, hello, we're back so yeah we'll we will tackle that and it'll probably be next week this week we are going to talk about the nine of pentacles um never an ace we, we will literally never talk about any aces ever actually what'll happen is that we will reach the end of the tarot and it'll just be four weeks of straight aces it'll be a it'll be a ace month it'll be a what do they call that in poker it's not a royal flush it's a is it a is it a flush i don't play poker all of that being said Let's talk about the nine of pentacles. Nines in tarot are, I feel like they give a little bit of judgment energy um, because one through 10 is the state of mastery and then the court cards are what we do with the ace. And at that point, page through king, we are in a state of mastery, like actively using that ace, right? So one through 10 is the state of mastery, which makes 10 the full circle world moment and that would make a nine a little bit of a judgment moment nine is the penultimate card in your processes of mastering something. When I teach the nines, I like to talk about the honoring of the self. And that can be kind of confusing. I think sometimes things, and it's probably because I'm a little neurodivergent, but I think it's things I say things and they make sense in my head. And I'm like, yes, honoring thyself. And then other people are like, I literally honor myself all the time. Like, what, is that? what does that mean? And so I want to break down what I mean when I say nines are honoring the self. Nines are our ability. When we are in a nine, they are us looking at our past actions, choices, decisions, the events that happen to us and actively looking them over not, I'm going to say critically, but I don't mean in a, oh, you fucked up here and you could have done that better. I don't mean that at all. I mean, almost more like self, like critical thinking, like Jungian, very self analysisy type energy of I'm beginning to understand how this all connects. When we enter a nine in our cycle of completing something, um, if you if this were if um this were a college term paper and you were in a nine, you would be proofreading, you would be getting everything formatted, you would be reading it one last time before you hit submit. It's your last chance to make corrections. It's your time to it's your last time to worry. It's your it's your time to relish the fact that you are about fucking done. It's your time to be proud. It's your time to be joyful. It's your time to take a breath because oh thank God. It's all of those things. You're honoring how far you've come. You've honoring what you've done. You've honoring all the hurdles you've jumped. You're acknowledging and honoring with reverence all of the accidents, the mistakes, the oops, the things that you need to apologize for. But you're doing it with a level of space. And I don't want to say detachment, but you're doing it with a level of like space, like in the way that I can look back on that time I lied when I was five to my parents and be like, silly five year old me. Or kind of, like, the energy of when you do something kind of, like, borderline maybe, like, not super great. Or, like, you snuck out in high school. Like, you sneak out of your house. And if you had gotten caught in high school, you would have gotten grounded forever. But then, like, now you're, like, in your mid-30s. So, you, like, tell your parents about it. And your parents are, like, laughing. And it's because, like, enough time has passed that the situation has gone from, like, oh, fuck to... All right, I see the humor in that now. That's what I'm talking about. That's where we are in a nine. We have a level of okay. It's that point in a breakup where you've been broken up for so long that you're just like, yeah, I can see now why this did not work. It's a real, it's 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 a moment of yeah, okay, like I get it. It is finding the reverence of indifference in certain aspects. I hope that that made sense. In the suit of Pentacles, and I went through the Pentacles um, recently, you know, we went through like four weeks of discussing the thematics of the suit. So I won't like hammer this super hard. But Pentacles is community, relationships, um, health, body, money to a certain extent, but more like taking all of the things we learned in the previous suits and using like synthesizing that information into our external world. We are, it's more, it's like a suit of like actively like, okay, you've built all of this up in your body and head and now you're going to do the things. When we're looking at the Nine of Pentacles in the Smith Rider Weight deck, what we see is a person and they are beautifully dressed in a robe decorated in flowers. They have a little hat on their head. Their hair is curled. Um, Behind them is a bunch of grape vines and there are pentacles on the grape vines, like big juicy grapes. They are in a garden of some sort. The card is very yellow and green. It's very lush. Um, The person has, they have a glove on one of their hands where a preening little, like, um, I'm not a bird expert, but it looks like a, um, it's a birdie. And it has a little, um, like a little plume. So I'm assuming it's a parakeet. I'm looking really close at the birdie's face. And... Don't look too close at that bird because it looks a little, it looks, I mean, I think it's supposed to be, you know what? I can I can kind of see that it's supposed to have a beak, but it looks a little weird. Anyway, so the bird is also very similarly colored to to the person on this card. The top of them is red. The person's wearing a red hat. The bottom of them is yellow. The person's wearing a very beautiful yellow robe. How does this all connect together? The Nine of Pentacles is a card that comes up when we are lavishing our lifestyle. It's a card that tells us what we need more of. It's a card that tells us to pause. It's a card that reminds us to self-care. Parks and Rec would tell us that this card is like, get yourself a little treat. This is a card of what would make you feel more centered. How can you feel? How can you have more space, more time, more joy, more pleasure. It's a card that reminds us that we are not just meant to work. We are meant to live. It's a card that invites us to live. It's a card that reminds us to look back on all we've been through and all of the things we've done and all of the things that we do and all the things we've hurtled. And it reminds us to take a minute to find some fucking joy. And I pull this card in a reading. It is a hey, like where you are right now is something that four years ago you wouldn't have believed possible. I get really, I can get really down on my life now, like as an adult, just being like, oh, like I don't own a house or, you know, XYZ, whatever. But there's a version of me 10 years ago that didn't even know if I was going to like be alive right now. So the nine of pentacles is a reminder that. I'm living. I'm not living for a nine to five. I'm not living for capitalism. I'm not living for society. I'm living for me. And it's a card that allows, it allows us the ability to ask ourselves, what do we want? What do we enjoy? What feels good? What feels pleasurable? What makes us feel like we are preening? It's not a card that is asking us to spend all our money. Go buy new clothes. Live outside our means. It's a card whose energy is inviting us to live fully. Have we lived fully? The tarot itself, the suit of pentacles, is about the life we actively live out loud in the open. This is a beautiful card for people who... Aren't able to live their authentic selves because maybe their family is religious or maybe they're not sure how their parents, their community, their friends, their significant other, they're not sure how they would react. This is a card to remind you to center yourself for a second. What makes you feel the most you? How can you steal a moment for yourself? How can you find yourself? I believe that this is a person in this card who is walking through their own Eden. At this highest, this is a person comfortable in their skin. They're comfortable in their garden. They're comfortable in their surroundings. They're comfortable in their clothes. We as humans don't feel that way a lot of the time. We don't feel comfortable in our skin. We don't feel comfortable in our communities. Sometimes we don't feel comfortable in our environment. Sometimes we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And this card comes up and we're confused because we're like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. So why am I pulling this card? Why am I pulling this card when nothing is okay? You know, people will, they will go to their decks and they'll say, how, what do I need to do? What, what, what is wrong? And you'll pull the nine of pentacles and you'll be like, fuck you, Tarot. I do not understand. I don't feel good right now. I don't feel like, I don't, and I can't make myself feel good. This card is a reminder of Pause. It's a reminder of we all deserve to feel this way. What have you not done this week? I will get to a point in my life as a mother as a uh, as a person who takes care of children for a living and then is also, I also have my daughter full time, and the majority of my life centers around taking care of others to the extent that I am the last person on my on my list that gets taken care of. And I will reach a point almost weekly where, I am frantic, frazzled, anxious, angry, resentful, and I will be on the verge of throwing my own big emotion tantrum. And then I think to myself, when's the last time I showered? When's the last time I spent the extra 10 minutes on my skincare? When's the last time I actively took care of me without thinking of all of the other things that need to get done. A huge part of being human is understanding and taking care of yourself, bettering yourself, not just in regards to wearing nice clothes and taking showers and being beautiful or having a lot of money or buying little treats, a huge part of being human requires us to at some point feel good or we're not living for ourselves. We're living for everything else. And I genuinely think that if we lived in an environment that was accepting and loving and angry when it needed to get angry out of love for people that's rights are being taken away. And if we all had the ability To follow that, then we would all also have time to take care of ourselves. Because we cannot be at our best selves. We cannot create Eden for others. We cannot, we cannot function as our best parents, as our best selves, as our best friends, as our best partners, as anything if we have not watered our own garden. Sometimes caring for yourself means, you know, the 10 extra minutes of skincare. Sometimes it's screaming into a pillow. Sometimes it's telling your husband you are walking into your room for 20 minutes and no one talked to you for 20 minutes, which is a um, the plot of an entire episode of Bluey, um, and it is the most relatable eight minutes of television I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. The Nine of Pentacles is a reminder to honor yourself. You dishonor others when you don't honor yourself. And I don't want that to be like, don't take that as harsh as I just said it. I don't want this to be misconstrued as some sort of like, no one is ever, no one will love you if you can't love yourself. That is untrue. That is, I don't believe that that's true at all. I am, I am married to my soulmate and uh, he loves me amazingly and I accept his love and I did not love myself when, when we first met and I didn't, and I didn't love myself for a long time into our relationship and sometimes I don't love myself now. And he still loves me. And I am worthy of that love. And that right there is the heart of the Nine of Pentacles. You are worthy of loving yourself. You are worthy of loving others. You are capable of loving others. Look at all you've been through. Find your soft side. Find that softness. That part of you that is both soft and incredibly strong. When you pull this card in a reading, let's say you're let's say you pull this card in a reading and you're Your query is something along the lines of I feel like something is missing. I don't feel connected to myself or to my life, my husband, my children at all right now. Why? Then you pull this card and you think to yourself, fuck you, Tarot. I don't feel good. I don't feel confident. I don't feel good. I don't feel held or seen. Or I'm just, you know, I don't feel these things. Like I'm not off preening. You don't live to fulfill the expectations of others. You live to fulfill the expectations of yourself. And hopefully and ideally, the expectations that come within yourself are parenting the best that you can, the healthiest that you can, breaking your own generational cycles and curses so that your child grows up without them. Hopefully this is taking care of yourself enough that you don't look at your spouse with resentment. This is allowing yourself that (laughs) allowing yourself another cookie because it just fucking tastes good. This is a card that comes up as a reminder to choose yourself. The tarot isn't just about being a better part of other people's lives. It's also about being a better you. And this is a really beautiful card that comes up that reminds us that we have to take care of ourselves. And we're worthy of that. We're worthy of time we're worthy of space, we're worthy of joy, we're worthy of pleasure. We deserve those things. This is a card of forgiving yourself for the things that you feel like you should have done but didn't do because you needed to spend time on you. It's a card of forgiveness. It's a card of acceptance. It's a card of pleasure, joy, fun. Honor yourself in whatever way you need to be honored. Sometimes honoring yourself is going for a run. For me, it is not that. For my husband, It's working out. That's how he honors himself. That's how he honors his body. That's how he honors his time. If you told me that I needed to do any of those things, I would laugh in your face so hard. I find my pleasure reading a book in bed. I like to cozy up in bed with a cup of tea or a cup of hot coffee and like a little snack. And I like to be in my sweatpants and I like to read or listen to a podcast or read tarot. That's I find my joy there. I will ignore doing the dishes in my sink or ignore doing laundry to find, to take that piece for myself, to find that little Eden for myself, to cultivate that for myself. If I can, all of our, all of our Edens are going to look a little bit different. This is also a card I want to point out that can come up when we are not giving other people the honor that they deserve. So let's say you pull this in a relationship reading. This card could come up in asking you to allow your partner the same grace that you need to give that you need to give yourself. I hope that that helps. The 9 of pentacles is I think it's a beautiful card. But um now is the time now is the part of the podcast where I try to sneakily or <laughs> I try to sneakily fit in another um, hopefully 7 to 10 minutes of talking without cave <laughs> lighting me on fire. This is the collective reading. We are talking about the High Priestess this coming week. Um, The High Priestess means a lot of things. I believe I have an episode on the High Priestess, but what I'm going to say about this next coming week, getting down to the real message and the meat of that, is humans are black and white thinkers. We have a really hard time with finding the in-between of things, and the High Priestess sits in the in-between. Our intuition sits in the in-between. So I think this coming week... Whenever you start to think to yourself, "Oh my God, there's no other way. I have to do this, or it has to be that," I think you should pause for a minute and find and find the Venn diagram, the 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 middle, find the middle ground, because there's going to be a lot of peace in that. Now, I'm not saying like if it's a dire situation that you should ignore something that you know is right, and I'm not saying that you should be a pushover and you know like be gaslit into being wrong in certain circumstances. I think in some places it's good to stand your ground, but I also think. That when we are faced with a really big decision, that sometimes all we need to do is take a pause and find an in-between. Because there are times when things don't need to be one way or the other. Sometimes we can find a solution in the middle. Okay, I am going to end this podcast and then I am going to not tell Gabe how long it is and hope that he doesn't, does not doesn't understand things Um, or how time works. Oh, also, um, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. If we hit 200 reviews between Apples and Spotify, I am going to shove a very frozen pie in my husband's face to thank you all um, for enjoying the podcast. Um, Okay, really though, bye.